Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. As you join me today, apparently in the background as I sit on this balcony, on this back deck of a wonderful Christian couple's home here in New Zealand, it seems as though every single insect and bird native to New Zealand has joined me as well. And for those of you listening, you may get an overabundance of background ambiance, but we'll do our best together. Maybe all these insects making noise wanted to co-host the program, or maybe they wanted to join us in our study of the book of Mark here today. Regardless, I'm thankful that you are here. Thank you so much to each and every one of you that take the time the effort, the energy to listen to this particular broadcast, I can't thank you enough. I'm so thankful for the over 100 different radio stations that carry this broadcast. It's wonderful to be able to partner with good people in ministry. This quote is not original to me, but I'll use it. God's people are the best people. And I'm thankful to call you a friend. If you'd like to keep up with my travels, as I mentioned, as I talk to you right now, this broadcast was recorded in New Zealand. If you'd like to keep up with my travels and get little updates here and there, you can text me at 309-316-7240. But make sure, I'll give you that phone number again, but make sure to text the word travel. If you want the travel updates and things like that, text the word travel. That's T. R-A-V-E-L, T-R-A-V-E-L, text the word travel to this phone number. Once again, 309-316-7240. And as always, if you have a question, a comment, a concern, criticism, if something I said maybe just didn't quite click with you and you'd like more information, you can always contact me at that phone number. One more time, it's 309 3 one six seven two four zero now at risk of these feathered friends behind me getting more rambunctious and getting a little bit louder i'm going to dive right into the book of mark that's where we are today those of you watching the video version of the broadcast can see the beautiful scenery behind me but you can also notice the piercing New Zealand sun. It's very much bathed one side of my face in light and shadowed the other side, so hopefully you can understand me with just one half of my face visible for those watching on YouTube and Facebook, but I think I'm going to get a tan today, but only on one side of my face, so I'll look a little bit odd when I finally get back home, and let me say I am looking forward to getting back home to my wife and my daughters, Emmy and Lucy. It's probably about time that I had some of them on the broadcast, don't you think? Maybe uh, if you text me at my phone number, let me know if you think I should have them join me once again. I told my wife, one of the most listened to, one of the most viewed broadcasts of recent days was when I had her for the very first and so far only time on the broadcast. And she did not want to hear that because she was she is not the biggest fan of being on camera or on microphone. But we'll see what we can do. Maybe if I tell her that dozens or hundreds of you say that we want her on the broadcast, maybe she'll acquiesce. So text me. Let me know if you want to hear her on the broadcast. Text me at 309-316-7240. You know, as the director of Bible Tracks Incorporated, it's a grand privilege to be speaking to you today and open my Bible. I've heard from some folks recently that this study that we've been doing in Mark has been a help to them. And today, I hope what we talk about is a help to you, but I know it's been a help to me. 
We're in the book of Mark, chapter 1, look at verse number 35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there prayed. And Simon and they that were with him followed after. And when they had found him, they said unto him, All men seek for thee. And he said unto them, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also, for therefore came I forth. That's our text for today. Verse number 38. And he said unto them, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also, for therefore came I forth. The next towns. I'm so thankful here in New Zealand, we've had the opportunity to preach in multiple towns, not only in Australia, we were in the Sydney area there. I would, I guess it's considered the southwest portion of Australia. And then here in, uh, in New Zealand, uh, Auckland up north and here where we are now, preaching all these places. The reason I flew from America, and I realize it took about four or five hours to fly from Chicago to San Francisco, and then approximately 15 hours to fly from San Francisco all the way to Sydney, Australia. Now, thankfully, on my way back, it's going to be about 12 and a half hours because we're going to get a good tailwind and it's just a tiny bit shorter, but 15 and a half hours or so to fly from San Francisco, so about 20 hours in a plane. Can I tell you why I came to New Zealand? Why I came to Australia? Can I echo what Jesus said, though I cannot say it with the gravity, with the impact, with the import that he did? What did he say here? Let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also, for therefore came I forth. The reason I'm here, the reason I'm here getting a nice tan from this beautiful sun, the reason I'm staying in this wonderful couple's home, and, and, and to Barry and Diane, your home is so nicely appointed. Thank you so much for allowing me to stay here, and to all the people who allowed me to stay in their homes, thank you, thank you. But can I tell you why I'm here? It's not to see the beautiful scenery, though I've seen some beautiful scenery. It's not to enjoy the marvelous food, though I've enjoyed some incredible food. I feel like these, these Filipino folks just see me as a sickly little kid that needs to be spoon-fed and just force-fed. And even though I'm about 6'2 and you know however many pounds I am, I do not need to eat as much as I have over these past couple of weeks, but they just continue bringing food. It's never-ending. I'm enjoying it. I, I, I think I could just move to Australia and become a glutton for the rest of my life. But why did I come? It wasn't to enjoy all the food. It was to preach. And to God be the glory between myself, Brother Lewis Howell, one of the hosts of this revival, this rev these, these revival meetings, and Brother Dennis Leatherman, a pastor in Oakland, Maryland, between the three of us, to God be the glory, we've seen about 10 people come to know Christ. I had a youth rally a Saturday past or so and got to see some young people, a Hindu young boy who had never come to Christ. He accepted Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. And to God be the glory, that man, that young boy, and his friend, the young lady, they are on their way to heaven. Now, do I say that to my credit? No, I say it to to implore you to uh, to convict you maybe that the reason that we are here echoes Christ's 
purpose. We're not here for our own glory. We're not here for our own enjoyment. We're not here for our own comfort. We're here to preach Christ, to preach him crucified, dead, and risen again, now sitting on the right hand of the Father. That is our purpose. That is who we are. That is what we do. We preach Christ. But I ask you, what do you preach? So often in my own life, there are so many things that can take precedence. My bodily comforts, my enjoyment, my my safety, my well-being. I think of the many Christian martyrs, people that have lost their lives because they live in a place where Christianity is not as welcomed as it is in many of our hometowns. You say, oh, I had a door slammed in my face. Someone said they don't want to hear anything about my Jesus. Can I tell you, friend, Jesus had that and far worse done to him. But yet he still came. He still died a wretched death to save you and save me. And our purpose, verse number 38, let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also. For therefore came I forth. Have you looked at the next towns I was just talking last night with Barry and Diane and talking about the need for, for circuit-riding preachers in some of these small towns in New Zealand. Places that, yes, two, three, four hundred people, rural areas where probably they would not be able to support a, a, a pastor full-time, but places that still need the gospel. Places where there is no gospel witness. And you could have little pockets of people and you could travel from town to town to town and preach in three or four or five towns over a over a a Sunday and minister to people and, and love on people and show Christ to them. And I think of places like Montana and the Dakotas and, and our, the, still the American West, many places, wide swaths of land where small towns, but there's still people in need of a Savior. And I think of the fact that oftentimes the only inhibition to our impact. The only way our in impact is in inhibited is by our own imagination. So I ask you today, friend, what are you willing to do for the gospel's sake that maybe cuts against the grain, maybe is outside of the norm, maybe would get you some strange looks, even from the brethren, but something that God is leading you to do? We heard on, I believe it was Wednesday of this week, Bob Hughes talk about you don't need a call when you have a command. I ask you, what are you commanded to do? What are you commanded to do that you're ignoring, that you're waiting on God to write you a, a gold-dipped pen pe uh, letter and, and to say, here's exactly so-and-so, here's exactly what I want you to do with your life? Friend, we have a Bible try to get it out here without knocking over my microphone. We have a Bible here. I'm holding in my hands a Bible that explains to us that people are lost and on their way to hell, a devil's hell. People that need a savior and friend, the reason we're here is to go and meet them where they are. I'm not saying that God is calling you to leave where you're at, but he might be. He might be. Friend, I, I think of my position as an evangelist, what God has called me to do. I'm privileged. I enjoy it so immensely. I get to meet so many of God's people. I get to go to so many different places. But friend, what I do is not just about me. It's not just for me. Maybe God's calling you to that. But maybe God's calling you to something. Something that you're ignoring. And so I ask you today, would you please consider going into 
the next towns. It might not be a geographical change for you. It might just be a, a philosophy and mental change where you say, I, I, I'm done with the same old, same old. I'm done with just doing what I, th- the bare minimum. I'm going, going to strive for more. Mark chapter 1, verse number 38, he said unto them, Let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also. For therefore came I forth. Pretty soon, I'm going to be in California. And maybe as you listen to this, I'll be on my way there. I'm going to be on the East Coast. I'll be in New York, Pennsylvania, all over the American Midwest. Potentially later this year, I'll be in Europe. Maybe back in Southeast Asia. Early next year, I might be back in Australia and, and, and New Zealand. We're still working on some planning. But can I tell you, friend, I want to go there wherever God has for me. I want to preach Christ. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day for His glory. Join us next week on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. And God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.